welcome to this week's End of Days Update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had a great time this last weekend in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, folks were hungry. It's amazing. I say that every week, how great the churches are doing. They're so uh, looking forward to the coming of the Lord. Hey, if you're anywhere near Dayton this weekend, we'll be at Dayton Living Word this Sunday morning. We'll have a great time, get into end times or whatever the Lord has for us. So we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically uh, the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war, because we talk about it. This rapture is signless, but the second coming has tons of signs. So uh, we know the rapture is about seven years before the second coming, maybe a little bit, there may be more of a gap, maybe six months before it takes the time for the Antichrist to get Israel to sign that covenant. So Wow, you're watching things every week. So much stuff happened this last week. It kind of freaks me out. Even stuff that I forgot about last week, you combine them all together. So let's get into it. Probably number one was I loved hearing Prime Minister Bennett at the UN. I listened to his speech. I love how he disclosed three different locations that Iran is enriching uranium that were previously undisclosed and uh, previously not disclosed. So it's just wild how Iran keeps hiding all this stuff from everybody. And even America this week uh, told Iran to let the UN inspectors get in to inspect where the centrifuges are and how, what percentage there are enriching uranium. And Iran said, no, we're not going to let you in. Why would they do that? Because they're trying to hide what they're doing. So all that stuff came out about uh, Iran taking out the, the monitoring equipment, the cameras. And so I watched the International Atomic Energy Agency today on the BBC. It was so interesting seeing the reporter from the BBC hammering uh, this 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 atomic agency that really just blew off everybody saying, oh, it's no big deal. And the reporter said it is too a big deal because Iran wants to annihilate Israel. So it was interesting to see his thought pattern, how laid back he was. It was very much uh, like what you see kind of have an antichrist spirit, like, no, nah, don't worry about that. It's okay if they annihilate Israel. So you just have so much stuff happening right now that literally point to the Ezekiel 38 war and to the battle of Armageddon. I mean, you had this last week, Russia, uh, took out Turkish troops on the northern part of Syria. You had Israel do another uh, airstrike into Syria. Remember, this is three weeks after Russia said, Israel, you can't fire missiles into Syria. We're going to protect the airspace. Israel had flew another mission yesterday and took out a huge uh, armament shipment that came down from Iran. So it had been about three weeks since Israel had done that, but Israel's having to keep doing that because I like what the prime minister said. He said, hey, we will do whatever we have to do to protect ourselves. So Israel appointed a new general over Israel's air force and three of their top commanders said it looks like it would be better to preemptively strike Iran than to wait. That's how close Iran is to get nuclear weapons. So you, you have that happening, man. That's just literally a, a recipe for the Ezekiel 38 war. So watch things get accelerated the next couple of weeks. I know we say that because literally what the, the International Atomic Energy Agency said was they are weeks to days away from having that. So uh, pr pretty remarkable. Well, then you have other things happen. You have the EU that's accelerating the EU's army because the, the France, French were mad about the, 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 the submarines coming from America, not from there. So it's weird how they responded by saying that. You had a group of uh, Norwegian churches come out saying that the Palestinians are Jesus and the Jews are trying to crucify the Palestinians. So crazy. You had the Labor Party in England come out and say that uh, Israel is apartheid, an apartheid state. That's so crazy. So you have all these different views that 
that are attacking Israel on every side. So you got the military thought pattern, you got the political thought pattern, and then you got nature. You got, my, I can't even get into the stuff that's all happening with all the earthquakes. But you had an asteroid last week fly by. Uh, they saw it after the fact on Friday. So you've got this uptick in weather, uptick in asteroids, uptick in political events, and everything pointing to uh, Jesus coming back. So all around Israel, you got Syria open up its, uh, Jordan open up its doorway where Syria is going to come in. And the, just the different verbiage that you hear out of all these different places around the world is so pointing to uh, an, an, an all-out attack on Israel. So I like what Israel said, though. When they went and said those things, it's basically saying, we're going to do whatever we have to defend ourselves. So many more things happened. I mean, you had North Korea fire another uh, ballistic missile test. You had China uh, threaten again about the Taiwanese Strait. So you got China doing things, North Korea doing things. you got Russia doing things. It was interesting to see Russia go down into Syria and take out Turkish troops. I'll be interesting to see how Turkey responds to that. So we're so blessed to see all of this stuff right in front of our eyes. Why aren't the kings coming back? So why do we get into this? You know, people say, well, why would we need to know about end times? Well, if you, if you know where the finish line is, you run faster, not slower. This is not about escaping the tribulation. This is about seeing how close we are to departing the earth. And we have a mentality to hustle, just like a two-minute warning in a football game. So that's why we get into it. So uh, why, why would all this information be a big deal? Because the Lord loves you. He said, when you see these things come to pass, lift up your heads, your redemption is drawing nigh. So he wants you excited. He wants you happy. Your strength will be tied to your joy. So we should be so joyful. I tell it when I'm preaching in churches, we should, people should be telling us, break that pill in half because we're so excited. Why? We're about to see the king. And you're seeing the earth get everything ready uh, for Jesus to uh, literally present himself to his brethren just like Joseph did. Wow. So much going on that it's hard to even cover it. But the very things that keep happening every single week are blatant, they're exact, and they're literally showing us that the Ezekiel 38 wars right around the corner. I still keep thinking we're going to wake up and Damascus is going to be removed from being a city. That's Isaiah 17.1. So you see everything getting set up for all the stuff that's going to happen after we leave. So what do we do? We always go to the Word. At Luke 21, 24, Jesus said the generation that sees Jerusalem one back, uh, that's when He's coming. And then He talked about Israel, the fig tree budding. He said the generation that sees these things, those two events, He said that generation won't pass away till all is fulfilled. So how blessed are we to see the two main things Jesus said you'd have to see that we'd be that generation. So we're privileged and blessed. So the Lord loves you. He wants you strengthened. He wants you blessed. He wants you to know all this. Why? You're about to see Him. So you have more. You have the Hebrew language restored. You have the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You've got the fertility of the land of Israel. You've got the revival of the Roman Empire. Their capital building looks just like the Tower of Babel in Strasbourg, France. Crazy. Then you have the Temple Mount Institute that's ready. You have all these things that are in position, the fertility of the land of Israel. All these things that are in place that the Bible said you'd see just before He comes. We have men lovers of themselves. We have selfie sticks. You had the foxes show up on the Temple Mount. You had fish show up in the Dead Sea. You had the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. You had uh, Bishop Malachi uh, seeing 114 popes right before the coming of the Lord, gave the coat of arms for each one. The History Channel said that's statistically impossible. Only a God can do that. So we have the, the 114 is the pope we have now. So you have that. You have uh, Ixoc, Rabbi Ixoc Kaduri prophesying that Israel will be ruled by two uh, Bennets, uh, two Benjamins, just before the coming of the Lord. Last year, Benjamin Netanyahu, then Benjamin, uh, so Benjamin uh, uh, Gantz. So 
You got two Benjamins ruling Israel, just like he said. So amazing. One of the ones I think is still amazing is five weeks ago, you had Russia rebuild the triumphant arch for Baal worship in Palmyra, where the Tower of Babel was. So, I mean, this is all right in front of our eyes. So those are signs, and you got about 65 of the coming of the Lord, but then you got signals. You have the blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. On, uh, four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles. When's the last time that you had that? NASA called their Tetrad. The last time you had that was 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation. And 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. And uh, Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492 and found America to be a safe harbor for the Jews. Absolutely amazing. So the heavens are signaling this. Then you have the Bethlehem star last year. How remarkable is that? Jupiter, Regulus, Venus come together at the birth of Jesus. The constellation was Virgo. NBC Nightly News said we have a celestial event. Jupiter, Regulus, Venus come together. Bethlehem star. First time in 2,000 years. The constellation this time was Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So wow, our king's about to come back. The one that died for you. The one that God raised from the dead. Uh, the, the king of glory. The brightness of the glory of God. The shepherd and the bishop of our souls. The, the one who was and is and is to come. He's about to come back to the planet. So all of these things point to this. What do we do? Help our local church, help our local pastor. We be more engaged than we've ever been engaged before. When you're getting ready to get married, you talk more, not less. Talk to Jesus, make your relationship with him white, hot, and fervent, and be a radical soul winner right here before Jesus comes. We're going to see him very, very soon. So exciting. No bad news, only good news for the church, bad for the world. Uh, so get as many people born again as we can because we're about to see Jesus. Jesus is coming so soon. Have a blessed, awesome week. We'll see you next Wednesday and we'll see what's happened with Turkey and what's happened with Russia and what's happened around Israel. So wow, Jesus coming back. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.